welcome back to Absolute BSS, the casual competitive look at Bandai Namco's Battle Spirit Saga trading card game, episode 20, baby! Pew, pew, pew! Um, I'm Cameron. There it is. Eric on the soundboard, baby. Uh, I wasn't sure if you were doing it on your end where it's quiet for us, but, you know. No, I like I liked that we could all... There it is. Okay, I hope yeah. you weren't sleeping. <laughs> wakey, 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 wakey. It's time for Time BSS. for absolute. <laughs> time for absolute BSS. <laughs> oh, boy. You know us by now, but let's go around the horn. I'm Cameron. I am Angel. <laughs> I'm not Angel. I'm Eric. <laughs> oh, boy. And we're the absolute I'm the other guy. BSS trio bringing you everything about battle spirits saga and beyond um yeah on this episode we're going to be talking about the store tournament pack uh some pretty exciting cards in there excited to dive into that and that'll kind of round out our discussion about set three which is coming out at the end of this month just a few days a couple weeks and um, over 27 i think that's crazy i'm so excited i'm so so excited to get into set three, get some blue cards in my hand. Um, we all three got our lore sets uh, yes. since yes. the last episode. And um, that's been really fun. Uh, but other than that, yeah, like what uh, what have you guys been up to? What you've been playing? How's Battle Spirits treating you? How are the lore set cards treating you? I know that uh, one card in particular from that set I went up and uh, bought two more copies of off of a TCG player. It's probably the same card that we, uh, me and Eric were talking about. So, Lord set's been pretty good. I mean, a little bit of playtesting we did last week. Um, definitely, you know, God slaying is doing yep. this thing. Oh, uh, yeah. So we love it. Um, but Lord has been really fun. I mean, I love reading it. I'm not going to do any spoilers because I know some people still haven't gotten their stuff. But um, yep. very cool. like it. really helps tie a lot of the artwork and imagery of the yes. uh, cards for sure. So, and it actually... When I, when I read it and I saw the card, I was like, oh, that makes more sense. I see why this is, you know, this image is mm. this way. But um, apart from that, I've just been, you know, prepping for Battle Spirits. We're going to do some more training this week, hopefully, because we fly out in a couple days. And uh, I've been snapping the hell out of some Marvel Snap. I am nice. loving this season. <laughs> so uh, I've been playing that. Uh, but other than that, man, just been packing and trying to make sure I have everything set up for Going out to the Netherlands, you know, buying last-minute Amazon supplies. So I'm sure the mailman hates me by now. So. <laughs> what about you, Eric? What you got? Yeah, I was just showing Angel before the show. I got um, this little plug adapter that I'm going to need to be able to charge all my junk all right. in uh, the Netherlands. So I've just been prepping for that, too. Um, yeah, I got my lore set. I I really want to dive into the book. It's a small book, so it's probably right. like not crazy to just go ahead and read it. But I was thinking, like... I should probably save this for the plane because I'm going to need things to do. Sure. Uh, and what better way to get hyped up for a Battle Spirits tournament than getting deep in the Battle Spirits lore? That's right. But That's um, right. And it's just a nice little pamphlet-sized thing I could just pack really easily. But um, we'll see. I might break down and, and read it before then. But uh, yeah, uh, speaking of the cards in there, um, God Slaying was honestly a little bit of a surprise for me because I remember we were all hyped on uh, the Tokawa yep. and uh, even a little bit on the purple guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, Manaka. Um, Manaka. Manaka. Yep. Um, God Slaying. I need to go back and listen to our episode because I'm very curious, uh, like our lore set episode, because I'm very curious about 
how we talked about God slaying and then how it's been performing <laughs> in playtesting. I so, think Cam. I think I think Cam definitely hyped it up. Like he was excited for that card. I was, I was pretty hype on it specifically yeah. just because of you know the decks that I play, but it's it's actually you know it's pretty good in about anything. It's a really fun you know in that same realm of counter curse. It's it's that unpredictable kind of you're screwed and there's nothing you can do about it card. Yep. Um, at flash speed. I know. It, I've been it definitely testing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna say it changes. Uh, it changes combat quite a bit. Yeah. You have to think about the fact that they could have a god slaying in their hand. Yep. Um, like it's just something you have to consider now. It's this just how we had to learn like when to kind of tell when someone has an ice shield versus a star bless draw set. You're gonna have to figure out like. Are they swinging in with Worker Ant-Man because they just want the core? Or are they swinging in with Worker Ant-Man because they want to trick me and fuck my day up? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trap cards are all about uh, set three now, apparently. Yeah, they really are. I'm liking it, though. It reminds me of the uh, when you went into like hand traps for a while. Uh, I mean, I think yeah. it's probably still like that, too. But it was just like, now you have that other element of, like, surprise. Like, here you go. <laughs> it's like, mm -hmm. good luck. Yeah. I, That's what makes it tricky is there's no forecasting it. It's just like all. straight up. Here it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm excited. I, you know, have been slotting two into my yellow deck um, and kind of realized, you know what? That's not enough. Like if I've got 24 copies of level two cards in my deck, I'm running four copies of God Slaying and I'm going to be a force to be reckoned with. Um, I also just ordered an SPR version of Royal Potion from set one. Uh, one, because that art is beautiful and I've always wanted it. Uh, but two, you know, we've been t play testing a lot of Gale and Gale is, you know, setting all of your creatures sideways. Royal Potion lets you refresh all your spirits that cost level two. So for me, that's going to be my kind of defensive mm. tech against uh, yeah. a budding green meta. And I, I have the card pulled up on screen, but like this is one of the coolest full art cards in the game, I think. So very excited. It has like the get. fairy. Has like that fairy dude, right? Yes. Yeah, it's like that. Well, it's, well, it's very textured too. I, I have a, a play set of them, and uh, nice. the, you'll see that when you get it, you'll see the texture on the wing. Like it's a very mm. beautiful card. I mean, I will say this. I think Cosmic talked about it too. Like Yellow has some very cool, like looking cards when it comes to like the foiling of it and the texture yeah. of it. Um, it, it just pops a lot more. So yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm excited. I think I'm ready for Gale. Uh, we played a little bit this week eric was was testing some gale and we've been talking about maybe trying to perfect gale and take it to atlanta i don't know if we were supposed to talk about that but um we're <laughs> we're, we're we're definitely discussing it because gale is just insane like eric dropped down yeah huang fang and was like two to your face G i ready up two to your face yeah that's G -G. hard to come back from <laughs> yeah so if a god slaying would have been in my hand or if a royal potion would have helped me bring some chump blockers back up into god slaying, uh, maybe I could have gotten out of that situation. But that's some BSS tech for all of you. Yellow. Look at yellow. Yellow. How awesome would it be? How awesome would it be if Bale is what brings yellow into the forefront of the meta? <laughs> I'm going to try. It's like the one. The one that uh, the one color that can combat that with uh, the royal potion and just the little two cost god slayers. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try. Does your, your does your yellow deck actually like 
get more advantageous as well, though. I can't remember. With blue, like, if you crush and you have spirits in your yes. uh, discard pile, right? So The way I run you. it, yeah, I added strong draw because I, <laughs> I watched a video. Someone was, uh, I forget who put it out. I'm so sorry. But they were, um, they were like, giving a quick ranking to every card in set through, uh, set five, or sorry, set three uh, in a star. <laughs> too many card games. Five. Way too many. <laughs> Um, and they said, basically, like, why are you running strong draw outside of blue instead of star bless draw? And my answer to that is, I have God Beast Behemoth in my deck. So strong draw, yes, is more of a tutor and search card than a card advantage card. But what strong draw does, let you draw three, discard two, that's helping me put two cost cards in the discard pile to have God Beast Behemoth way less. Um, God Beast Behemoth reads, when summoning the spirit card from your hand, you may use the symbols of any spirit cards in your trash that cost two in addition to the symbols on your field. And he has a max reduction of six. So Strong Draw lets me draw into God Beast pretty early, um, and it helps me discard a couple of two-cost cards that I'm not going to need. Usually by then, um, I already have like a couple of Pentans or Flying Turtles or Freestall in the discard pile. Behemoth comes out pretty early. Uh, and so blue just plays into that. If you're going to crush me too, um, I'm going to play my behemoth. So I'm I'm feeling good about blue. It's green that is scaring me. <laughs> a, a Gale green. Gale green. Of vengeance. Truly. It's wild. But yeah, anything else you guys been up to? Just Netherlands prepping like... Yeah, it's well, that uh buying sleeves, I think I think we both buying sleeves, just try to <laughs> yeah, resleeve our right. decks. Um, what else? Uh, I think the biggest thing for me is just like really just making sure I have everything because it's gonna be very hard to you know, I'm not gonna have access to all my cards, so I wanna make sure I have everything set up. Yeah. Um I'll probably at some point this week take a screenshot or a picture of my cards so whenever I have to upload them, because I'm not gonna bring my laptop and stuff. So I'm right. trying I'm trying to pack as light as possible so when I go through customs. I do not get harassed. So just like, yeah. Yeah. let me through. Good just idea. let me through. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'm just packing a single backpack. I'm going super light. But um, yeah, I was going to mention, um, join the Discord. And uh, I was trying to start a discussion in there around uh, sleeves. Because <laughs> I have been burned by Dragon Shield at this point after our Tulsa experience. It left a sour taste in my mouth. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I... I'm trying to find my new my new sleeves, my new go-tos. So I bought a whole bunch of different kinds uh, to test out. But right now, I'm really liking the katanas. Yeah, they katanas really always nice. been yeah. a staple. Like I used to play with katanas when I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, mm -hmm. They and I've never had issues with them. I actually swapped to Dragon Shield about last year just because it was cheaper and getting them in bundles. And then luck, I mean, luckily I haven't had any issues with them. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of people, a lot of people, like have issues with them. Um, so now I'm kind of like I just use them when I put stuff in my binder or whatnot. Um, but katanas for sure are, are I've never had any issues with them. I think the other one's like KTM or KTA. I think it's another uh brand that's really good, but I stick with katanas and man, they feel nice, they're tacked, like you can shuffle those things and they don't just break off. So I was uh they were a little expensive, but yeah. they're expensive, sorry, yeah. Yeah. But, no, no, you're good. Katanas, yeah, I've used those before too. They come in a lot of different colors, which is neat, and they're always very, very durable uh for a long time. I was recently turned on to Riker sleeves. Um, I buy those through Amazon. You can typically get like a hundred in a pack and they're pretty cheap uh, as far as that. But like they're really great quality and they shuffle like butter. 
It's really good. Can't recommend Riker sleeves enough. R Y K E R. But yeah, they come in a cool pack. I like the they packaging. Do. Yeah, and they're great. Um, I'm probably going to order some soon as well. Um, just to I just after that. after Tulsa, I was like, you know what? I thought I brought enough sleeves to Tulsa. I did not, so I'm bringing like <laughs> way more sleeves than I think I'm going to need. Yeah, because uh, I don't want to get a game loss or something from having a weird funky sleeve. So. Yep. Agreed. But yeah. uh, the other thing I was going to mention, I'm going to do my little quiet voice again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, everyone, everyone, thank you so much for those of you that subscribed after the last episode. I noticed the last time that we had this little one on one chat about subscribing to the Absolute BSS YouTube channel, we got three more subscribers. We're now 39 subscribers away from 100. And at 100, we're going to do Battle Shots Saga where we take a drink for our life course. So if you want to see that happen live on Lavinous Twitch's stream, that's Cam. Uh, make it happen. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Ring-a-ling-ding that <laughs> YouTube bell, you know? Ring-a-ling-ling. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. Oh, um, but for those of you that have subscribed, thank you so much. And for those of you that always tune in and listen, whether or not you have subscribed, we appreciate you. So. Yeah. That's all. Um, and then one last thing for me. I just put out another Keyforge video today. And shout out yeah. to Type in our Discord who uh, picked up a starter set of Age of Ascension. Uh, Hell yeah. So excited for them um, to dive into the wacky world of Keyforge. And so the video that I put out today is um, tied into that set. It specifically talks about Age of Ascension and some of the fun things that you can look for in that set. And why I think that it's the perfect starting set. Uh, so good call there. Goodbye type. Um, yeah. But yeah. So if you're looking forward to that, it's it's on our YouTube channel um, under the Keyforge Coffee Break podcast uh, video playlist. Hell right. yeah. But now to dive in to the store tournament packs uh, for the upcoming season here to go along with set three and round out our discussion on all the new cards we're going to take a look at the Battle Spirit Saga Tournament Pack Volume 3. And there's some fun stuff in here. There's two cards per color. And uh, they look pretty neat. So I think Eric is kicking us off with the red cards. Uh, Yeah, let's let's go for it. Let's get our 20th episode underway. Boom, boom. <laughs> Ow. All right. We're starting off with Sword Dragon Emperor Excalibus. Favorite This Pokemon. is a... <laughs> it's just a dragon covered in swords so many uh um say seven cost three reduction red ancient dragon spirit for one core it's level one is 4k and at level two for three cores it's 7k level three for seven cores it's 10k uh during all three levels during your attack step if two or more of your opponent's spirits have been destroyed this turn, treat it as level three. So this is another one of those spirits that you're probably never going to actually put seven cores on it to get it up to 10k, but you could uh, you could trigger it this way. Um, but at level three, it also has an ability. It's not just a big a big boy, a big spiky boy. It's also uh, when it attacks at level three, select one of your opponent's spirits with 4,000 or fewer BP or one of their nexuses and destroy it. Topical. So, yeah, we, we've seen we've seen this type of effect before, right? On the Andromeda. Yes. 
Is that, is yeah, that the but same that, but No, I think Andromeda's when his summon, though. So I think oh, it's that's right. Or, or, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's actually summon. better because anytime you attack, you're, now you yeah. have a Nexus removal at all times. That's on wow. So yep. that's really good because we don't have any card right now that is a constant target for Nexus Destroyer. Yeah, and so, we need one. That's, that's yeah. a really powerful effect. And the fact that you don't have to lean into the seven core cost to get that, uh, yeah. if you can be a little tricky or especially the turn this thing comes into play, you're probably not putting seven cores on it. Uh, maybe in future turns, depending on where you're at in the game. But that first turn, yeah, if you combine that with like just even a Burning Force or a couple of Confront things... Or, you know, it's an Ancient Dragon might slot into the Star Dragon slot. Uh, it could just do it all at once. Pretty neat yep. card. Yeah, this card is best friends with Burning Force or that new Ritual Flame card. Yes. Because you you kill two things. It triggers the ability to where during your attack step it's level three. Then you can swing and either kill another thing or take out a Nexus. So I think this card's cool. I, I do think it's going to struggle a little bit in the seven slot because it um, doesn't have any relevant spirit type. Um, so, you know, it would need to be more of a generic red deck that it would slot into, or maybe as a one of, um, I could see that happening. But overall though, I think it's pretty good. We also have had some good ancient dragons starting to pop up. So I wonder if maybe that's going to become an archetype where that makes sense at some point, like this is going to be one of your big dudes in there. Yeah. Set, yeah, cool. set four maybe. I mean, set four looks like it's gonna be very Nova, maybe red focused. Um, so maybe that's where Ancient Dragons really shine even more. So I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't I be surprised to see some Ancient Dragons with double red symbols popping up in yeah, the next not, set. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, interesting on your life counters. Now we're gonna have to be careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, you got to be careful right now of Double Heart. I don't know how much we yeah. talked about that card, but I've been seeing it pop up on uh, some theoretical lists lately, uh, especially paired with Arcana Joker. So look out. Double Heart's pretty good. I'll move on to the next one here, unless you guys... Oh, you have something you want to say about no, this no, one? No, I'll just say, I'll just say the, the, this card's really good. I mean, like I said, with Red having so many magic cards, they can just pop even like 2,000 mm. BP, 3,000 yeah. BP. Yeah. I don't see that level, getting him to level three hard at all. And honestly, I mean, ideally, your opponent's probably going to be very second guessing putting out Nexus because they know you're going to pop it again mm. more likely. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the costing on this thing is um, honestly nice. Like, four yeah. cost spirit to have uh, some destruction on a stick on a pretty sticky body. Pretty good. I like it. And he's at level one. He's right out of Burning Force right away. So that's, that's right. Good too. So I could see myself throwing three cores on him too. Like that's for nothing sure. for seven k. For like, sure, that's good. Yeah, that's that's a really solid stat line. And then the seven for the level three. Honestly, Red can play long if it needs to. You might pop those cores on there just in case, just to finish things off. Throw them in your Gale deck. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Honestly, why not throw any fucking card in your Gale deck? You're going to be able to afford <laughs> yeah. it. You have 70 cores. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, fuck. <laughs> you sound so mad. <laughs> fuck I just, I still, I still can't get over how good Gale is. Every time You're I think about, about it, I just get fired up. <laughs> I, ho I hope nobody's named Gale because like we always say fuck Gale. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Hey, if your name is Gale, let us know. Yeah, reach out. 
<laughs> but also, fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's uh, it's not your fault. One? It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Um, the next card is... Man, why did I volunteer to read the red cards? <laughs> hey, um, rough sometimes. Zungareep. That's a... Yeah. Sure. Uh, or Desungareep. Maybe Something the D like is that. silent. Yeah, Sungareep. That's probably it. I mean, it is a like a, a pterodactyl. So. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I love these so maybe the, kinds of cards. These Skyfang cards are neat. Skyfangs are cool. Um... I know that it's pterodactyl, not pterodactyl. I was making a joke for those of you that didn't get my joke. Um, so, uh, two cost, one reduction, Sky Fang, Spirit, Red. Um, level one for one core, 2K. Level two for four cores, 4K. And level three at six cores here, we're at 6K. Uh, all three levels, it has Awaken. And then at level two and level three, during your attack step, this spirit gains 2,000 BP for each of your spirits with only one core on it. So... This really plays into that awaken strategy where you leave all of your spirits with like no cores on them, but then when they attack, you move the cores over. Yeah. So it's kind of neat. I I think this is actually kind of cool. I I haven't really played around much with awaken. It also doesn't benefit, you know, by having like the star dragon type. But I don't really know if that matters because it's two cost one reduction. So you might just if you are building around awaken, you might just throw it in. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. fascinated by that concept of just being like, all right, now this guy's attacking and he has all the cores. Now I'm going to move to this guy and he's going to take all but one core from the last guy and put them on himself. Like, that's really fun. Um, mm -hmm. I just, I've never done it. I think there was so much like core control in set one that I just stayed completely away from Awaken. Also, I didn't play yeah. Red a lot. Um, <clears throat> but now, you know, with all these different types of deck. Uh, that you can build decks that you can build. I took a nap right before this. <laughs> um, you there... drink coffee if you haven't noticed. Oh, I wake yeah. up at some point. I just downed that. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of decks variety now. So I think uh, you can probably get away with building a pretty solid awakened deck. Uh, I just need to really dive into it. But I would definitely add a couple of these guys. Plus, they yeah, look. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, like I said, I'm not, I mean, by no means have I played Red at all like that, yeah. but uh, I do think that now Awaken makes sense. It's actually more, like, it, it has a purpose to it, where yes. I feel like in set one, Awaken really, I mean, when will you do that in set one, at least in that meta? Right. Um, where now, like, especially with this guy's effect at level two and three, okay, it makes sense to just move your course around constantly um, based on whatever you're doing. So I like how Awaken's actually kind of serving a purpose now or at least making sense to me because when i first saw awaken on set one i was like why would you do that like that's cool but it's not i mean like you're saying my set one was very core control anyways uh and you're really looking just really some of your star dragons really so i don't think you ever really use your awaken effect so yeah i think if uh someone cracks the code on an awaken deck right now you're gonna catch a lot of people off guard and if you get some cool effects like uh like like this one on here you're going to be able to cover a lot of fights and uh, keep the board clear. Yep. Oh, Overlord Ubell in the Discord, we're looking at you. That's right. You're up, you're up to bat. You're up. <laughs> uh, yep. For those of you that have been longtime listeners of the show, you will remember that um, I completely misunderstood Awaken for a long time and thought that it worked like how Swift works. Yep. Uh, so that that's fun. Just had a little throwback moment there as I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I remember that. 
I and then Swift came out, through. and then Swift came out, and I thought I was gonna be like actually like super into it, but then I was like, oh, I guess I just like Leaf Wolf. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you do like Leaf Wolf. Leaf Wolf is my boy. And then Angel's new curse card. They have a witch coming out of the woods to murder him in his sleep. That's right. Not, co- not cool. Uh, gotta love that purple. <laughs> Speaking of which, you ready Wishing for the which, next? I'm ready yeah. for this next card. Yeah, and I kind of talked about this in our last uh, podcast. I got because I was a bad boy and I got ahead of it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first purple tournament card is a uh, Corpse Knight Villium. He's a five cost, two cost reduction. A uh, level one for one core. He's a three K. A level two for four core. He's a seven K. And uh, for either level one or two during your turn, when a spirit is summoned from your trash, select one of your opponent's exhaust spirits and destroy it. And I think we talked about this last time. I mean, I really dig this guy. Um, that effect is awesome, and it's something that's very needed with, uh, you know, exhaustion being a thing. Everything purple going forward is exhaust this, exhaust that, attack into it, destroy it. Um, I think one of the new Serpent cards uh, goes along with the exhausted theme as well. So, a Monaka for sure. Uh, Thorn Prison is still going to be a thing. Um, green, right? Gale. Gale, Gale, Gale. So yeah, un- undead. You can make an undead Gale deck. Yeah, there there's you go, so, so many ways to play Gale Spirit Saga. Yeah, that's what's gonna be called now. It's just like Gale Spirit Saga. But uh, we might be overvaluing Gale. Like Gale's probably, gonna come out and yeah. nobody's gonna be playing it, and we're gonna I build these hope. Gale decks, and they're gonna suck. But I hope. But that's the thing is, we played the decks, and they don't <laughs> suck. They are ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to hijack. Oh, no, no. Hey, okay. Continue. I mean, <laughs> we, talked, we talked a little bit about him last time, so, I mean, I really like him. Uh, nothing's changed since the last time I talked about him. The artwork's yeah. amazing, um, so I think he'll be a really cool card. So He's giving Summoned Skull from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes, yeah. with the purple yeah. cape. Yeah, Captain Summoned Skull. I like yeah. it. Or Gearfried, the Iron Knight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is yeah. this is another one of those very Yu-Gi-Oh type cards, and I love yeah. it. Yeah. Spawn. Yeah, I love that. Spawn. I don't know. For sure. I can name a bunch. <laughs> it's like, he's just cool. Yeah. He's cool I had this toy as a kid. I don't know what he's from, but he was this really cool, like, bone knight that was purple, and he had, like, uh, this this weird, like, uh, purple, like, I don't know, tusked thing that he would ride on that I had, like, a little toy version of. Hmm. This cool, isn't so. ringing bells for either of you, though. No, so, usually, mind. like, I, I was can, hoping I can figure it out, but... I was hoping He-Man. Cam was going to be like, oh, that's uh, blah, blah, blah. But, <laughs> yeah, that's He-Man, Master we, of the Universe. It's that, like, we yeah, at first on. I was thinking but, Skeletor or, like, um, yeah. uh, Ghost Rider or something. I used to love that thing. Yeah. I like this guy, though. He's he's double Beldegore trigger, basically. Yeah, yeah pretty neat. We've already yeah, talked like about him. it, too. Yeah, yeah. so I'll move on to the next one since we kind of talked about him. Same thing. Uh, Third Eye Snake. So Great serpent. Band. Yeah, <laughs> two cost, <laughs> one cost reduction. Uh, at level one for one course is 2k, level two for two courses is 3k. Uh, at level two effect, when your opponent places a core or one of their effects from the void into one of their spirits or into the reserve, draw a card. Um, It's cool. That I, is... I, uh, it's it's a cheap Gale. level two. It's... Uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll try it out, play with it. Um. Not sure how I feel about it right off the bat. I feel like there's probably other better options than this, but um, I could be wrong, right? This is Gale Depths. Yeah. I can see that. Like The one thing I learned about uh, tournament packs and and promo packs is that the cards from those packs at some point become very, very relevant, right? Talk about the Axe Spider days. You got Scott Owl, 
Um, Ten Soldiers, I mean, all those cards came from promos, so I'm sure this guy will see some play at some point. Yeah. Yeah. That's a solid draw. Serpents are going to... Yeah. I mean, anything that says draw a card, I think, has potential. Yeah. yeah. Not that purple needs any more draw, but I feel like Third Eye Snake might just be a sideboard card for a lot of other colors. I'm looking at this as a two-cost card for, you know, two cores to put it on, two cores while it's down. Any time that my opponent ramps, I'm drawing a card. Draw. Yeah. That feels pretty good. Yeah. I changed my mind. This is a depth for Gale. Yeah, it's Gale Depths. Go. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Wish you I'm sorry, would Third stop Snake. building Gale Decks, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> Worker Ant Man hates this too. Yes. Oh yeah. Green hates it. Anything hates it. I, I actually I'm obsessed with this card the more I look at it. It's also a two cost cam. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that is could, what I'm saying. Your sideboard idea, this could go in your side for your yellow deck. If I get absolutely crushed by Gale, turn or game one, I'm slotting in some third eye snakes. Third snake. Those like an old man snake. Is that hair or those what are those? I don't know. They look like like rings. Yeah, okay. I was reading the the Lord the Lord text at the bottom, so fair name Lolo. Ooh. I wonder if we're gonna see Lolo in the future. Probably. Famous storyteller. That sounds cool. Yeah. I want a book of Lolo's tales. Me too. <laughs> Lolo's fables. Talking about Maduki the whole time. Yeah. How she's such a bitch. <laughs> but also a mommy? <laughs> also, yeah. Um, I do think that that's a good a point, though. Not kind of what you were just saying, but not necessarily. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is a serpent. And yeah. uh, I think that that's relevant. I think that... Yeah. It being a serpent also makes it pretty good. Well, especially with serpent heavy set three, right? You had the, the yep. viper yeah. guy, Ming Maduke. Uh, so definitely like a heavy serpent deck. I don't know, man. I'm just excited for set three. A lot of the archetypes have very more card pools now to make them individually strong, right? Yeah. Serpents, nightlings. Um, I mean, fable beasts still getting other landers. So yeah. I'm excited. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I like this card. So definitely you have to go to a tournament and get some of these. Yeah, you're gonna want four. I think it's cheap enough that you're going to want four, and I think that this is going to be some pretty good tech against green. It's going to, at the very least, make your opponent feel a little worse about ramping every turn because you're yeah, going to be drawing, drawing. Every time, every time, yeah. yep. And blue has a little bit of ramp too, so I mean, like, yeah. this card sees play. This card sees play in the set three meta, for sure. It's a good card. And it's like, and it's doing either step, right? It doesn't tell you just, like, during your turn. So right. any time that you... Opponent yeah. activates something that's going to allow him to ramp up. Um, you just benefit off it. All right, you could get, you get your core, I'll get my draw. Yeah, like you're going to want to target this card when you see it on your opponent's side of the field. Yeah, that's you. the thing I was about to say. The only thing that makes me nervous is a 3K. Yeah, like, it's, it's weak. It's squishy. Yeah. But again, like you're not it's, investing a lot of cores to get <laughs> your ability. Your opponent has to invest a few cores to remove it, though. True. I, I, yeah. I love Third Eye Snake. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, I like it. Even more than the next card? Nope. This one's mine. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Every time we get another Pentan, I'm just like so pumped. And I, I've seen a Japanese X-Rare Pentan Knight. And I can't wait for that to come over to us at some point. But this is Macaroni Pentan. Two cost, reduced by one. Yellow Lyric Bird slash Wanderface Spirit. 
suave as fuck, beautiful coloring. He's got the the quaff. He's holding out a yellow rose to this it's a romantic uh, boy. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's wooing. Well, maybe he's laying it on a little too thick. This, this yeah, she's sweating over there. Yeah. She's sweating over there. She's like, yeah. oh, not this she's cheesy like, bastard. Oh, please. Um, <laughs> Can we please get a card of her, but from her perspective yes. of this happening? I want that <laughs> like, so bad. Uh, that would be hilarious because, like, can't just say suave and, like, that's how maybe he feels he looks like. But yeah. from her perspective, yeah. he's just a cheesy old penguin, like, just a <laughs> Just a creep. Oh, <laughs> I love him, though. Uh yeah, two cost, one reduction, level one for one K, it's or level one for one core, it's one K. Level two for three cores, it's three K. Level three for four cores, it's four K. But at level two and level three, when destroyed by opponent, return this card from your trash to your hand. So wow. it works really well in my two cost build. Um with the free stall with the toy soldiers. I would actually, if I'm really committing to this i might be taking out some fabled beasts but as far as that two cost archetype that's really really good um recursion for free stall to look at recursion for your blessed cathedral to ramp um recursion for just nothing really not a lot of cores um i really really like them this card is a slam dunk, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the the flavor of it, of him being this, like, relentless, persistent, <laughs> like, annoying little dude. Yep. And he just comes in every single turn, and you just attack with him every single turn, and then he comes back to your hand. Uh, I love it. I, I think he's really cool. Um, honestly... He might fit into my aggro deck because my aggro yeah. deck already runs a few yellow cards. And now with God slaying, I think um, maybe even more so. So I I could really see, you know, morphing into more of like a green yellow aggro and he fits in there. That's right. Um, Nothing runs so. like a deer. Yellow and green, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we are not sponsored by John Deere, guys. Not yet. <laughs> That'd be the weirdest sponsor for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a nice episode, but John Deere, cut your grass cut. <laughs> Green like, Gale I, I, giving you trouble. Cut yeah. the grass with John Deere. <laughs> and oh. after uh, after long day cutting, wash it down with some macaroni velvetta cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most niche sponsorships. Oh man. But no, this card's definitely cool. I said I like it. Uh, it's a card that you know you can. You guys are saying keep pushing with, be annoying with it. You don't even need to buff it up. Just keep it at one K. Just try and push and get back to your hand anyways. If it gets blocked, it gets destroyed. Well, um, it so, does have to be level two or three. Oh, it has to be level two, huh? See, yeah. I don't read my cards. See what happens. <laughs> Never mind. But so, still, he's still good. That's you need change. the three cores on him, but yeah, like you're getting him every turn. You're ramping usually with him if you have the Blessed Cathedral. So you can afford those cores to just be annoying. Yeah. He's also always another spirit that um, Alice can count on uh, to have in play yeah. with you. Yeah. For some for some good old fashioned sapping. I I and just I mean like how do you not run? macaroni pentan he also works pretty well in the lyric bird um stuff like with oh, the yeah. pentan chicks yeah. like he's a lyric bird he's going to give you that uh reduction on your magic cards oh you could god slay for free uh, yeah. basically he can god slay over and over 
Yeah. And then when he finally I'm, dies, he's still alive. I love I'm him. imagining a nightmare late game scenario where yellow is just playing four of these every turn and just like slamming them into me. And it's just so like nonstop. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Cam, can you read the flavor text on this guy? Because I yeah. have no idea why this flavor text is here. <laughs> it's is totally, this a, is this a misprint? It has like, nothing to do with the card. It has nothing to do with anything. I was bummed because this card is so perfect. If the flavor text had anything to do with them, I would have loved it. It says, it sounds unbelievable, but apparently the ice princesses were once nearly driven to extinction by the Mecca. Supposedly that explains why they are now so reclusive. Huh? <laughs> Hey, what does that have to do with his penguin and giving a roast to another penguin? I just like, I just read the mecha card and I think it has the flavor text that was supposed to be on macaroni. Okay, good. Okay. So it is <laughs> a misprint. All right, all right. Yeah. So we'll get to we'll that. We'll get in to a that second. later. I'm yeah. very excited to see what the mecha has to say about <laughs> penguins. But all right. this next yellow card, I'm also very excited about. Great Eagle Thiazzi is a four cost reduced by two yellow fabled beast spirit. So again, you know, fabled beasts love to sit in that four cost range. Um, at level one for one core, it has 3000 level two for two cores. It has 4,000 and level three for four cores. It has 6,000 when summoned at all three levels, select one of your opponent's spirits, reduce its BP by 2000 during this turn. So we're definitely stacking these drain abilities through yellow. And at level three, during your attack step, all of your level one bird folk spirits cannot be blocked by your opponent's spirits that are level two. And we've seen that ability on some other stuff. Bird folk, still not super viable. <clears throat> um, but maybe it's getting a little better. You know, uh, the bird folk, like Raphael, like to look at two cost cards. I can see a world where maybe you're running lyric bird, bird folk, and a couple of these off fabled beasts. And. I'm sure there's a package there that I'd like to look at a little bit more. This this mm -hmm. thing doesn't work super well in Fabled Beast or, uh, you know, Fabled Beast Blast decks or Fabled Beast 2 cost decks. But it's still a cool card, pretty decent stat line, uh, especially for yellow, especially for a four cost in yellow. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think? I like it. Uh, I mean, like I said, I think this will be more relevant later on, maybe when Burfolk get a little bit more support. I mean, also right now, just looking at some of the Burfolk cards, and it's only one, two, three, four, five, four, six, six of them. Yeah. So um, I think this would be a card that you re gets revisited later on when there's yeah. more for that archetype. Um, but for now, I mean, it's a cool card. I'm not. It's not a chunk by no means. It's gonna have a purpose. Yeah. It's just. It's not there yet, right? So um, maybe next set will be. But it's a cool card. I like the. The, the flavor text of it, and I do like the artwork for it as well. I'm a sucker for, like, big eagles just climbing down and trying to pick up his prey. So I think it's holding an apple. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it looks like is. a golden <laughs> apple there. So, it is um, cool art. It's very cool. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's um, it's dual eagle for bird folk, right? Yeah. Because he has a similar yep. second ability of, like, making them unblockable, basically. Yep. Yep. I... I could see bird folk being like Gale, where right now we're saying like, oh, the pieces aren't there, but then all of a sudden it's all gonna come together and you're gonna be like, holy shit, bird yeah. folk. Yeah. <laughs> so, because I mean, yellow stack the... needs to be up there, right? That's what's gonna happen. Like at some point, yeah, yellow's gonna dominate the meta because something's gonna be so freaking broken or it's just too hard to control or too fast paced. So, um, I feel like each set, yellow and yellow gets a little bit more and more dangerous. Um, so. 
Uh, I wouldn't be surprised it's here pretty soon. But yeah, like I said, maybe next set is where yellow really, it's now all colors are all viable, and it's just a matter of how you pilot the decks, you know? So I'm still going to prove that yellow is the best right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Didn't I didn't mean to laugh at that. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. We're not, we're not laughing at you. We're laughing because we yeah. You're laughing you know, with yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I su I support it. I I do think you you have open eyes today that yellow might be the answer for Gale. So I'm interested to see how that goes. I've been and racking my I do brain. think I do think all the bird folk cards we've seen or all the bird folk supporting cards we've seen have been like pretty good. So I think once you have enough pieces here, I think you could build something really solid. There's definitely a world where bird folk go so wide and are so unblockable that you can't do anything. And I want to yeah. really, I want to dive into that a little bit. And Theazi will be a part of that for sure. You got Somersault too as well. I don't yes. remember exactly what that card does, yeah. but similar stuff. Let me pull it up real quick because that is worth talking about. I've been looking at that again um, just for some protection. Well, at the Grand Open, um, you know, because, of course, I went up against Yellow and lost horribly both times I went up against it because it's my weak spot. Yeah. Uh, I got somersaulted with a dual eagle somersault, and uh, right. that finished the game in one of my games. And yeah. uh, it feels bad when that happens. Yeah. yeah. It happened to me, too, at uh, Tulsa, I think. I mean, I ended up winning the match overall, but game, I think it was game one or game two he won. And it was Somersault just freaking wrecked me. I was like, darn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a six cost reduced by three yellow magic card that says main. Your yellow spirits cannot be blocked by your opponent's level two spirits during this turn. Uh, flash, you can give a spirit 2000 BP. But yeah, definitely using it for that main effect. Uh, if you're noticing your opponent has loaded up their cores so that all their guys are right at level two, you can sneak right on by. Uh, yep. Yeah, Somersault, I feel like, fits in the Birdfolk deck. Um, yeah. As more than just tech, and that's pretty cool. All right, I mean, this guy's basically assault on a body, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and I love cards like that. Like that's how Digimon felt, right? It was like all the action cards. I forgot what they called them in that game. Um, but like all the like spells basically were just effects from creatures that you could you could play quickly. Um, mm -hmm. But Typically, if they're on your creatures, they're a little more powerful. And that's kind of how I look at it in this game. Um, yeah. And then the magic cards that do stuff that your creatures don't are the ones that I include in the deck, like Floodstream. That 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 spell is just so good. Yeah. We might get a Floodstream spirit at some point, though. I, would <laughs> I mean, love Randolph is that. Randolph yeah. is pretty close. Randolph is, <laughs> Randolph is like my MVP in blue. I love yeah, Randolph I, more than the X rares right now. Yeah, you played Randolph on me on me the other day and just messed up my whole world. He's crazy. <laughs> He's absolutely yeah, crazy. Um, Randolph don't care. <laughs> Randolph and Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> I love the not to get too off track, but I love the names for these blue war gods me that are too. just like <laughs> their names Jeff. are like <laughs> Jeff, <Yeah>. James, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> yeah, it's like Skull Crusher General Bob. <laughs> I love That's it. exactly what it's like. Um all right, let's move on to the mecha that has the macaroni pentan text. So um 
you know what? Let's just read the text before I even get into the card. <laughs> yeah. Because this is, the, this is, I think, what's supposed to be on Macaroni Pentan. Yeah. Surprisingly enough, the land of penguins appears to be the oldest of the seven historic nations within the realm of Radiance. Perhaps they used to be more clever. How dare you call them dumb now? <laughs> <laughs> They've just enjoyed just peace and like, prosperity. They're just worried about other things. Um, and birds is yeah. what they call it. That's the thing. Yeah, that's so funny. Man, the pentans get picked on so much. They're just like punch a pentan. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna yeah. punch them. We're gonna call them stupid. It's like, man, how could you look at macaroni pentan and feel that way? Yeah, or the original OG pentan. Yeah, yeah. Like he's so classy. I love all my pentans. Prince Pentane um, has been in my deck day one, and I have that like shiny hollow gold, like full gold with the yellow stars on them. Yeah. I need to get a play set of those. <laughs> Piss Pentane. <laughs> Piss Pentane. Yeah. <laughs> PP. Yeah. By PP. the way, for all of our listeners out there, if you have one of those Pentan window clings from like the first store tournament, I have oh, yeah. not been able to find one. And if you have an extra one, like let's get in. Get in the Discord and talk to me about it, because uh, I want it. <laughs> I've been trying to hunt one down. Money is of no... Exp- uh, 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 what's the fucking... Uh, Money is no object. There it is. No object. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I uh, no, I, I do have a limit of how much money I would spend on it, but... Three million dollars. Yeah, maybe someday if the podcast really takes off. No. <laughs> yeah, I have one of those requests. Someone find me or format me because I don't know how to do it and I don't want to bother my friend Craig to do it. Format me a uh, an image of just all the pentans together for a playmat. That would be awesome. Oh, if pentans. you want. Love them. Excuse me. All right. Tankmobile Hetzer. I love this The card. dude. The dude who is supposed to have macaroni pentans text on him. Uh, Three cost, two reduction mecha spirit out of white for one core. He's at 3k for level one for two cores, uh, 4k for level two. And at level during your end step at the start of the step, reflect, not refresh. That's gross. (laughs) Refresh all of your spirits with no effects listed. Refresh is a purple magic card. Yeah. 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 Completely reformed. Uh, It would be like a, oh, that I can imagine the art now. It'd be like a really gross, like skinned leaf wolf. And they're like putting (laughs) it back on, you know? Uh, anyways, um, this is Spring of Norn on a body. Yeah. That's exactly what I think. Spring of Norn. So horny. I'm so horny. Yeah. What do you think about this game? I fucking love this card because it's cheap as fuck. Um, it's a mecha and it does spring of Norn. So like your mech tokens are refreshing at the end of your turn. You can put yep. it in a mech deck. Uh, you can put it in the blank decks with, you know, uh, the machine beast too. Like you're just making these really buff textless cards that just won't stay tapped. You get to attack ready them up for your opponent to just gale them all down and beat you anyway. But I dropped my phone, but it's, it's a really <laughs> cool card. I think it's perfect. I want four of them. And I thought you were slamming the table for dramatic effect. <laughs> yeah. No, not this time. But yeah, I, I think Hetzer is uh, probably my favorite card from this promo set. Really? Yeah. Over macaroni pentan? Well, his oh. flavor text talks about pentans. So, oh, you're right. <laughs> It's the perfect card. 
has pentan has pentan flavor text yeah. i love it i'm gonna be the first one to to top eight a, a textless stack <laughs> i'm very ambitious today you heard it here yeah <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> i mean we need you to bring though. this I mean, energy to atlanta it, oh i will <laughs> but I, was, I was saying that in a meta and a future meta as well of, of a lot of you know exhaustion still being a thing the yeah. ability to refresh your text list, you know, like you're talking about tokens now or, you know, any of your uh, vanilla cards that you're running. Obviously, if you're running, I mean, this is what that gets slotted in. So, and it's cheap as hell. One one core, basically, if you can somehow get it out. Yeah. That's yeah. um, pretty good. Super cheap as well, right? Just with yeah. two cores, he's out of any real target uh, early on. So, um, yeah, I definitely like this card. So, yeah, the the pricing is amazing. One to play him. Uh, in a full white deck and then two more cores on top of him so that he's at his max level and doing what spring of norn does for a cost of three and two orbs on him so like honestly it it is the same as spring of norn except you can fight with it um but i probably wouldn't i'd probably just keep him refreshed and ready to go um but you've got cards like the tank mobile from set two who I love. Um, let me pull that one up real quick. I always click on that's blue. just the big one, right? Oh, yeah, Tank Mobile Moss or whatever it is. <laughs> no, the other guy. Sorry, from set two. It's a it's an eight cost spirit reduced by five. Tank Mobile KV two. Uh, uh, one core five k, two cores ten k. Textless. You're swinging in with you know in an ideal world four copies of four 10k mechas and then they all stand up at the end of the turn um plus you know infinity mothership is a thing uh there's a lot of really cheap mecha and now there's this guy who's also really cheap and that's gonna make that ramp during uh the start of your turn in your core step like really come in handy there's a deck here i'm telling you there's a deck here and i'm very very excited to uh to get some take mobile hetzers into my playtesting Bandai pushing it, they've, they've given us quite a few cards that deal with textless spirits. Like, I know that we like to uh, complain about how many vanilla spirits there are, <laughs> but yeah. I think Bandai has very intentionally given us, like, I don't know, they, they keep giving us stuff that does very good things when you have textless spirits out. So yep. I think it is going to hit a breaking point where it's like, okay, now there's enough, there's just enough support that this is a good deck. Um, I will say I so, I found the most blatant uh I'm sure it exists in some other places but I found the most blatant form of uh not power creep but whatever the opposite of that is. In set 3 there's uh <laughs> there's a textless mecha called Dirakdal. 4 cost reduced by 3 mecha. Level 1 for 1 core is 2k, level 2 for 3 cores is 6k. But if you remember in set 1 there is a textless mecha with the exact same core stats, but better BP. Um, and that guy is, let me find him. Son of a bitch. Why can't I find him? Maybe it was is he Mobile too. Golem? Mobile Golem. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's from the starter deck. Ah, that's why. There okay. So yeah. yeah, in uh in the starter deck, Mobile Golem four costs reduced by three. Level one for one core is four K. Level two for three cores is seven K. It's just only better. Like, yeah, 
So that was that was weird to see. I was a little bummed about that as a uh, textless stan. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Well, this next guy is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Android. And uh, you might remember his art, actually, from a card that Angel talked about last episode. That's right. Uh, Provocation. Yep. Um, so this is Divine War Gear Mega Tier. I think that's how you said that, right? Tier? Tire tier. tier. Um, Seven cost three reduction Android spirit out of white for one core, 6k at level one. For three cores, 9k at level two. At both levels, when one of your spirits is returned to their. When one of your opponent's spirits is returned to their hand, you may pay a soul core to refresh this spirit. And then at level two only, when this spirit blocks, select one of your opponent's spirits with 4,000 or fewer BP and return it to their hand. So. Pretty decent. Lots of yeah. um, good, good effects bounce. on this guy. Androids like to bounce. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I think maybe he's a little expensive. Yeah, I mean, a little yeah. bit for what he does, but... It's good stats, I guess, though. Good numbers on the BP, but... Um, and I don't think... I'm trying to think. There's not a lot of Android support right now either, though. I'm trying to think of. No, right? This is a new art type they introduced. There have been some androids like the Valkyrie. Okay. Uh, uh, that's right, Valkyrie that's right. Mist, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of androids. There's a couple of little androids. Um, but I don't think we have an X-Rare android yet. So I'm very excited okay. to see what that's going to look like. Um, Again, it's kind of like that, you know, bird folk, right? Like, I feel like androids are going to find their place here soon in that white bounce is going to come back. White aggro is going to be pretty good. Um, Yeah, it, this is a cool card. It can bounce. Yeah, no, I definitely I like it. Uh this card reminds me of a straight up Yu Year card. Yeah. Exod Master of the Guard. Yeah. Um has the big like feral looking thing. So it's a very cool card. Yeah. I mean, it looks like white if, doing white things. It looks like if um the rocket launcher from Destiny Gallahorn was a, a a robot. It's yeah. That kind of vibe. He works well with the magic card that has him on it too yeah yeah that's cool because you 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 force your opponent to attack with something you block it with this you bounce it back to their hand you pay a soul core and now he's refreshed so like he he does work with provocation yeah um i think he's cool i i do agree though the costing is a little weird but I mean, his stats are decent. It's just you got to play him down. There's already so many good white cards in that same kind of like seven, eight cost range. Yeah. Um, so, I don't, yeah, I, I, you're building a bounce deck, I think, with him in it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, androids. I think once the Android X Rare comes out and people are looking to build an Android tribal, just bounce city, um, people will revisit this card from their little promo pile and be like, oh, yeah, this guy. This is cool. Yeah, no, I like them. I, th- I think, like I said, this is one of those cards. The same thing, like we were talking about um, the Great Eagle, right? Like, uh, at some point, maybe not this set, next set, it will be relevant. Yeah. With Android support. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll come back to this guy for sure. We'll come back to that. We're going to hop into a little green, Mr. Ghost yeah. Mantis. Uh, it's a six cost, three cost reduction insectoid. Uh, for level or for one core level one, he's at 5k. Uh, level two for four cores, 8,000. Uh, level one and two during your attack step, but one of your insectoids, carapy, or great beetle spirits is destroyed. 
place a core from the void into your reserve, and at level two, when destroyed, refresh all your insectoids, carapy, and great beetle spirits. So, mm. um, I like this card. I, I, this is giving me very aggro kind of build type with it. Just push and then just refresh everything back out again or go super wide with all these different archetypes. And I do like that, right? Because now this card works with three different archetypes. Um, yep. So, I do like that about it. Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, I say it doesn't matter really about the cost because you're playing green. Like, you ramp up. So, it doesn't really matter even if you pay for it. But you can play them out for three. So, yeah. Uh, I, I like it. Stats are really good. I mean, 5k is not bad for one core, and it's just for three more, you're 8k, and like I said, plain green, you should have plenty of cores available to you, so. This guy uh, makes Herrick Dynas look very, very good. Herrick Dynas gives this guy flash speed, and being able to mm. flash this in to block something and blow it up, and oh, then yeah. refresh all the rest of your guys feels pretty good. I think that's uh, definitely where I would put it. It also works in the ant deck, I think. Um, mm -hmm. Pop it down and send your little insect tokens into fight. And when they're getting chump blocked, you're ramping. I like them. I think I'd run two of these in an ant deck. Yeah. The second ability being when destroyed and not when destroyed by opponent, I think opens this up for a lot of other possibilities too. It's huge. Yep. Um, yeah, this works in a green purple deck also yeah that's where my mind went was like you you have a wide board you swing it with everything uh then you deadly balance and refresh it all or or maybe or maybe they um i don't know maybe they like thorn prison you and then you use him like swift it in with herrick dynas yeah. to like get out of it that's what i so. thought it's like if you have the cores swift it in and level it up to level two and you swift it in for the block you might be trading something too. Uh, but yeah. even if you get under it, what you're doing is you're refreshing everybody for the rest of the turn uh, out of nowhere. And that's, that's really good. I think this card has a lot of value. It's, it's yeah. a Swiss you can army play, knife. Yeah. Cause you can play it defensively or, you know, aggro style. Like, like me, like Eric's point was saying, you can swing in first, right? Do what you got to do. And then at one of your flash steps, sack this guy somehow. And then all your spirits are refreshed again, swinging and again in the same turn. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's definitely, like you said, defensively and offensively a really good card. Um, and I, I like it. So it's really good. So, for sure. You also force them to respect that. Like, you may yeah. not have the deadly balance in your hand, but they have to respect the fact that you could. Right. Like, so if they exhaust all just, options, like, do I really want to block everything? Because you might just redo it again or hit the reset on me. So, yeah. 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 Make them have it. I like it. Now, this next card, though, I like even more because it works with Gale. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Air Commodore Krang. He's a four cost, two cost reduction. Prey bird, uh, level one for one core is a 3k, level two for four core, 6k. Um, has Gale one when he attacks the level one and level two, and then his level two effect during your attack step when one of your opponent's spirits is exhausted by a Gale effect, select one of your opponent's spirits and exhausted. So you are exhausting left and right multiple times with different things, uh, tapping down your opponent. So it's uh, not much to say. He has a cool little like. Military jackets, very very respectful. Yeah. He's I like, like an I like it. Admiral Redheaded Woodpecker. Yeah. Um, very <laughs> cool. Means business. He's very, very serious. I love birds. So I, I love the prey bird archetype. They're very, very neat. The art is very well done. Yeah, just more Gale support. So, Why not? I I have to 
test with him and see where he fits in. But my immediate thought, and I feel bad for saying this because I feel like he just became good, as I think he takes up the slot that Ezawolf was in in yeah. the Gale deck. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Uh, he just has more stuff that he does. And um, yeah, it costs more cores to get up to level two, but you it is a them. higher BP. Yeah, it's a higher BP value, and you have the cores to do it. Yep. So, um, I I think he probably replaces as a wolf. Oh um, yeah, I mean, because you're basically exhausting two for one, right? Like, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And that's even if it's not time. with him, it's which yeah, it's each time, right? So yeah. that's about like, how can you not? He would definitely replace. I mean, it's just that's too yeah. good, you know. Like, Unfucking believable. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not um, too sad though, because honestly, I like this guy. I think the the theme is cool, the art is cool. Like, yeah. I like it. It's a it cool makes card. more sense for a bird to have Gale than a wolf, but it is. Yeah, yeah, I I agree, man. I think he replaces as a wolf for sure. Before as a wolf really even got to see play. <laughs> yeah, because I think as a wolf was about to have his moment, and then fucking Air Commodore Gron came in and stole it from him. Yeah, you don't need to play. <laughs> Yeah, I like it, man. I'm telling you, Gale's looking good, man. It's looking—it's gonna be a uh, an annoying meta if it really does as well as we all think it's gonna do. Uh, yeah. At least, at least for the first half, right? I'm sure the second half will settle down. It'll be other things, but um, definitely right off the gate, I think Gale—you'll see Gale the first grand opening for sure. Uh, yeah. You know, I'd be I'd be shocked if I don't see this at the grand open at all. Yeah. Like shocked. So, I agree. Well, uh, I mean, I'm 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 bringing it. So <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm bringing yellow, y'all. I'm telling you right now. I'm I'm doing it. I'm I'm. If bringing... I can make it, I don't know what I'm bringing, but uh, maybe Gale. I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I'm bringing my God Slaying and I'm bringing my uh, Royal Potions, man. I'm I'm gonna fight back against the Gale. Maybe I bring my serpents. I don't know. I'm too much of a purple player. Even if I, even if I yeah, would love to sure play another are. color, yeah. <laughs> I, just got, I look at purple and I'm like, I can't betray my color. I have to go back to purple. Yeah. <laughs> uh, purple's good. Serpents are good. That third eye snake. I love it. Yeah, I'm liking it. Liking it. All right. Well, we got two cards left and then we're going to wrap this one up at a relatively decent time. Uh, we're into blue now from the promo pack. This is Galadbolg. A four-cost, one-reduction blue golem spirit. At level one for one core, it has 2,000 BP. Level two for three cores, it has 4K. Level three for five cores, it has 6K. At level two and three, when this spirit attacks, you may exhaust one of your nexuses to place a core from the void onto the nexus you exhausted. Uh, so good ramp, good um, exhaust your own nexus to combo off of some other really fun blue cards to do some really busted shit. And at level three, while this spirit attacks, when you destroy one of your opponent's spirits via comparing BP, select one of your nexuses and refresh it. So they work well in uh, multiples. Uh, you just get to keep refreshing and ramping onto the same spirit and and uh, going down the line with your Gallant Bulgs. Or again, you know, just your uh, your other blue spirits that that mess around with the nexuses it's it's pretty solid golems are a, a very solid archetype right now yep i like it i mean there's nothing wrong with it and uh you know unfortunately third eye snake doesn't work against this guy because it's you get it into the nexus not a spirit so right it's a smart way to ramp still 
without being punished for it. Um, yes. And, you know, with Blue doing so many things with Nexus Exhaustion, with other spirits that, you know, thrive off that, it's a really good card. And he's cheap to play, man. And he's very cool yeah. looking, too. I really like him. I like the details of the blue around uh, yes. his arms and stuff. So, very cool. Yeah, it's been a minute since I've, like, since, like, the, the color of the card, like, it's, it's like, source also affects mm. the art and, like, works well with it. But that's something that this game does really well. I started noticing stuff like that with Keyforge um, because all the, you know, different houses have different color and art. Um, but in Keyforge, you can get what's called a Maverick. And so that co- that card can appear in any other house at a very rare percentage. Um, and so just the way the color theory works in, in those cards and you see them against different backgrounds, like, and they just pop, it's really, really neat. But all that to say, like, yeah, the, the blue accents through a lot of these blue cards mixed with these blue borders and like the blue little gem icons, they just pop. They look good. Yeah, I like it. I'm constantly impressed with this game. I really um, like golems as yeah. like an archetype as well. So I'm I'm cool. Anytime there's new golem, like more golems, I'm into it. Like I, I think they're cool. Yeah. Um just from a usability standpoint, um I don't know that quite yet there's enough nexus exhaustion for me to want to put five cores on this to do that to refresh my nexus. Um, I think there's plenty of good w- reasons to exhaust nexuses so yeah. far um, and some benefits from that. But I, I haven't personally from my own playtesting of blue been in a situation where I'm like, Oh, I wish I could refresh this nexus. I could see that happening. I just don't know that we're, we're there yet. So I think this is another one that we'll come back and revisit him at some point And he'll, he'll look very good at some point. Yeah. Um, um, but the ramp, even without that, is is good. The ramp is great, and he goes hand in hand with Rammer Golem, um, and Coliseum Golem, and Coliseum Golem. Yes, yeah, for it sure. goes off when it, when you exhaust the Nexus Coliseum Golem. Um, allows you to put another core from the Void into it, so um, you can do double ramp. With yeah. That. So I think that, I think that's why you want to exhaust your Nexus. It's just to like. It, you know, it's, it's that, like, build it up, build your yeah. board, and then, all right, by me exhausting this one Nexus, I get these five effects going off right now, you know? So Yeah, I'd like to um, yeah. try to build the Tribal Golem deck and see how well it's viable, because Coliseum Golem is exciting as a 10-cost X-Rare. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And I was curious, I looked it up, because Rammer Golem and uh, this guy, Galad Bolg, uh, look very similar in their art design, and it is the same artist doing uh, these golems. So that's oh, cool. really, really fun. So I've been looking at that. Uh, they also did Bronze Golem. So you can kind of see that very distinct art style, and I'm I'm really loving that uh, through line with some of these golems that the same artist is doing. Like, very cool golem design. Yeah. Big fan. It's neat. All right. Last one. <laughs> we, were just talking, we were just talking about this with the War Gods. We were. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's so funny. Come on, Bob. Explosive giant <laughs> Douglas. Douglas. <laughs> Six cost, three reduction, blue war god spirit. Um, at level one for one core, he has 5,000 BP. Level two for four cores, 8,000. Level three for six cores, 10,000. So pretty decent statting there. At level one, two, and three, when this spirit attacks, crush plus one. So that means you're crushing your level plus one so he can he can mill up to four cards at full level and then during your attack step at level two and three when a magic card is discarded by your crush effect 
draw a card, then discard a card. So some tutoring here. Yep. And that's on. So when a magic card is discarded by your crush effect from all yep. your different creatures, uh, I mean, you get to cycle through the deck. Three? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like him. And I think yeah. he, I could be wrong on this, but I want to say, let me look. He might be the cheapest one you can play with Crush 1. No, you got Warhammer Gordon. Never mind. Yeah. Chef Gordon comes in. <laughs> Chef but, Gordon. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, I'm loving, once I, I think I said in one of the podcasts before, like the Crush thing, I love it. Uh, I like it. Um, you know, I need to do more play testing with it, really, because sometimes it do feels a little bit slow sometimes. Uh, yeah. But, Definitely. I mean, it's a good solid card. That's another amazing war guard to have. And keeping with the war god theme, right? Apart from the name, the all the war guys just look so like I don't know, man. It's just I like it. I have nothing yeah. else to say. I like it. I, I need, like it. I need some more lore for the war gods. This one says it seems a centrally governed unified nation has existed within what is now the realm of water since long before the start of the Six Ages era, also known as the Warring Nations era. So lore. Yeah, he's just destroying buildings from the sea folk. It looks like uh, that have been there for a long time, <laughs> and they don't exactly. care. They don't care. It's not, they're gods. Yeah, they just came and if, down. And, and if like, he just if he destroys them and he gets magic, if he hits magic with it, he sucks it up through this weird tube in his arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're crazy. I mean, the thing about this game, man, and and that we were just talking about it, like. Even like the colors, like the green, the red, how much it pops out. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's the one thing that drew me into like magic a lot too, which is the, the art, right? Like, yeah. Very it's cool good playing art a card that looks so good. And this game is, I mean, it's up there, man, with the amount of details and, and just yeah. the level of like color things, the rocks crumbling, um, the bright green looking like Bane or something like that. So <laughs> I like it. Yeah. And that's why yeah, the art like, on this is striking. Yeah, it is. I like that. And that's why I spent ten bucks on an SPR of Royal Potion. Like I just I want that card yeah. in my deck. I want to see it on the on the table. Cause yeah, oh, yeah, the art's just so good, so so good. Um, but yeah, that's that's our last card. If you guys have anything else to say about this one, or no, I mean I think it's no. good doing doing what Blue wants to do. So it's it's good. Yeah, good old Dougie. That's right. This is a quick aside, but do you remember when? Yes. Yeah, I was I was calling our friend group because I was I was convinced that the Doug theme song was different than the one that I kept hearing when I would Google it, and it's because it was aired on two different broadcasting companies, and each one had a different theme song. And one oh. was a shorter run than the other. And so I was like, what is this Mandela effect bullshit that I don't know? What? You also drove our friend group into no one could find it. Yeah. This. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but it was like memorable a little bit. We we're like, oh, yeah. Like, I do. I do think I know that there was a Doug, a different Doug theme song. It's so that was very, very. I didn't even realize that. I'm going to look into that later now. I'm going to go. Yeah. Easter egg hunt. It was uh yeah it was it was a big saga in our friend group there for a minute. I watched um, just to try and help you. I watched like an hour long video <laughs> on YouTube that was like '90s cartoon intros, like yes. trying to find the song that yes, you were talking about. I was scrubbing about, through I, the same thing. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, 
Before we go, I do think we should mention, maybe we should have mentioned this at the top of the show, or maybe we'll talk about it as an entirely different episode later. But sure. um, if you like Evangelion, Evangelion is coming to Battle Spirit Saga. Oh, yeah. I don't think we've actually talked about it yet. No, we have not. Um, so I like Evangelion. Yep. Have you guys watched Evangelion? I've never mm-hmm. seen it. The, the only thing I know about Evangelion is that in Apex Legends, um, they did like an anime kind of uh, collaboration, like skin release. And mm-hmm. I have a skin for Rev- Revenant that is basically Evangelion. That's it. That's all Very I know. Cool. It's a yeah, fantastic it. show. It really is. Like, and you know, I'm I'm excited because I've seen a lot of the Japanese uh, Battle Spirit cards. I think I already had a collab with one of the purple guys. I think it is, um, or maybe it's just like a mock-up. But when I saw that the collab set for next set's gonna have that, and I think later on they're coming out with a other full full set for it if i read correctly yeah. um but i'm excited i mean anything collab i'm excited for i'm here for it yeah um, i just think it adds that little extra flavor of like specialness to the card so um more chase cards to find out so i'm excited for it man it's gonna be cool yeah i think it's a cool idea it gets uh more people in to the game that are outside of it like the entire reason i even got eric in was i go hey next next set there's gonna be some gundam cards i guess yeah <laughs> And, I'm glad uh, that I yeah. like the game more than just that, though, because I think I would have been a little disappointed. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah. Like... But I still love the Gundam cards for Absolutely. what they are. Absolutely. But mostly yeah. just because I fell in love with Battle Spirits as a game in general. Yeah, it's um, so yeah, good. It's, it's good. I mean, if you guys the, haven't seen it, the Neon one's on Netflix. I think Neon uh, Evangelion is on Netflix. So Yeah, I'll have to yeah. check it out. It's a short watch. It's not like One Piece. Oh, great. Good. <laughs> there's yeah. like, I think there's 24 episodes or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it's doable. And it's like a little bit of filler in the middle. But honestly, if, if I remember correctly, it was mostly just all story. I mean, there's like, it's a giant robot anime. So there's, you yeah. know, going to be like episodes that are all just like giant robot fights. But that's also pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Um, that is. So. Um, but it's it's great. I also the some of the spoiler art stuff they've posted so far has been it looks like maybe original art or at least was made for the Japanese version of the game and is being repurposed. But it doesn't look like it's not like still images from the anime. It's like that's I love when they commission new art for stuff. I also saw um, I'm speaking out of my ass, but so go find this information elsewhere. I think Cosmic probably covered it, but uh, in the Japanese version of the game, they just announced some type of weird like dual collab where they had an image of one of the angels from Evangelion fighting Godzilla. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> I, I'm waiting for a Godzilla collab set. Um, Magic oh, did it. You know, like we're going to get some Mothras and some some other kaiju, and I think that's going to be really, really fun. I'll I'll be super into that. Yeah. Godzilla would be a cool one. I can already picture where they would put a lot of those characters into the game. So Yeah, Godzilla's um, a star dragon for sure. Or an ancient dragon. Yeah. <laughs> we got Mecha Godzilla gonna be a mecha, yeah. like in the white. So yep. that's cool. Mothra uh, Mothra green, green yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> Maybe Gale. <laughs> Maybe Gale. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. But anyways, um, yeah, I didn't really have like a whole section of, of that prepared, but I just felt like it was worth mentioning. If you like Neon Genesis Evangelion, uh, it's coming to Battle Spirits. It's exciting. I'm excited for it. Um, it's not like my favorite show ever, but I do really like that show. So um, I'm excited to get some of those cards. And the full, the idea of a full collab set, whatever that looks like, um, 
I think is very interesting to me as well. Yeah. Uh, where exciting. you could have like a totally, like you could build a deck and cause that's what I wanted for Gundam. And I hope we still get it later. Yeah. I would like to build a deck that is very thematically based on whatever the Gundams, collab yeah. is. Okay. Yeah. Ant-Man should be a Gundam. I agree. In my opinion, yes, every single card should be a Gundam. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, I'm, I'm sure they could come back around and, and do a Gundam set because I mean they did that in Japanese, right? There's a full Gundam set. There's so many Gundams, like different type of series, you know, series that yeah. I, I think it's yeah. another one. So yeah, uh, and then you know if these do well, that opens the possibility for a bunch of other stuff. I know that they've mentioned that like this is their IP and they want to flesh it out more, so we're not going to see a ton of full collab sets um, unless they just totally take off. But it is cool to kind of mix and match the universes here a little bit. And I'm just a sucker for this uh, IP that they're building. I I really, really like it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when we get stuff like this lore book to learn even more about it. Because next year might be another lore set. It's lore set two. What is that going to be about? You know, maybe how the realms got started. Who knows? We'll figure it out. Yeah. In you know, X where Pentan's gonna happen at some point, and I'm gonna be the first in line for it, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, the the collab sets are a fantastic way to get people in, but the lore of this game is deep and it's very cool. So yeah, definitely, I don't want to lose sight of that myself. And like, yeah, because I actually I would be pretty disappointed if we went full on collab or something. Like, I like the Battle Spirits lore. I think it's cool. I do too. So, um, yeah, it's neat. Well, that is all, what is it, six times two, was that 12 cards? Did we go over 12 cards? Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. All 12 cards from the tournament pack. That was a struggle for me to do that basic math. Um, I, was like, I thought you were joking. I was like, yeah. I'm like uh, 12? I was like, I, was like, I was like, are you really thinking about this? I was like, you can get some sleep, sir. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> ah, man, I've been working out the past week, humble brag. Nah, uh, so I've been getting up and going to the gym really early. And I've been taking naps every day. <laughs> so tired. But uh, that was really fun. And, and we've gone through really deep into set three and beyond. And I'm just very, very excited to open some new cards in a couple of weeks. Yes. Um, I'll definitely be doing an unboxing stream to throw up on the channel. Um, I'm sure Eric will as well. <laughs> and uh, looking forward to getting some new cards and seeing what I might be taking to Atlanta. But uh, luckily, I was know, just laughing because in my head, I just heard you say, I'm going to throw up on the channel. I'm going to throw <laughs> up on the channel. <laughs> um, but yeah, Battle Spirits, it's it's so good. So thank you all. Uh, if you made it to the end of this one for uh, supporting us and listening to us for 20 full episodes. Pretty, pretty excited about that. That's a, yeah, that's a pretty big milestone yeah. for podcasts. Yeah. yeah. This even seemed like it when, you know, Eric brought it up today. I was like, man, it's been 20 episodes already. Like, dang. yeah, it's, it's so, so much fun. It, it just, I have so much fun doing this with you guys. So, uh, thank you, Eric and Angel, as always for joining me here today. And thank you all for listening. If you want to, and I think you should, Join our Discord, follow the link in the show notes or in the description uh, of this video, depending on where you're listening or watching this podcast. Um, Go ahead and send us an email at absolutebsspod at gmail.com or just uh, interact with us in the comment sections. I usually put up polls on the Spotify, so if you're listening on Spotify, uh, go check those out. Those are pretty fun. Um, 
I always have a good chuckle with uh, some of the Q and A's on there. And yeah, get in the Discord. Let's talk. We we're talking all week about this, and then we still have stuff to talk about when we get together on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but it's a very very good time, especially when Eric and Angel are going to the Netherlands. We're all going to be in there rooting for our BSS boys. So uh, until next time, I've been Cameron. That's Eric and Angel. And we'll uh, catch you on the next episode of Absolute BSS. Goodbye. Bye. Peace.